Welcome to the Helen Pedroso podcast. I am your host, Helen Pedroso. And in this podcast, we talk about how to get to our sweet spots by nurturing ourselves, our careers, and the communities that we are part of, the relationships that we are in to other people, to ideas, concepts, knowledge, and experiences that we are building in our lives. So I don't know what today's episode has in store for us, but let's figure out it together. Welcome, everybody. Today, we have a very special guest um, that it's, it's going to be an interesting session today because um, we have met once for 30 minutes on ADP list. Um, and after that, I guess we've just been kind of keeping up with each other on socials and yeah, I was so happy that you reached out, um, for us to have the podcast and have a conversation about clarity. So we may stick to the questions, not stick to the questions, the normal questions today. I don't know. Let's find out. So would you like to introduce yourself, please? Hi, I am Mahita. I am a communication designer in India and currently I'm in my sophomore year. So yes, and I'm working at a place at a fitness startup and I also freelance. So I have two clients currently. So that is also going on. Beautiful, beautiful. So I totally didn't say your name in the beginning to keep the mystery alive, Mahika. So thank you for um, reminding me because I would have missed that somehow. Um, so yes. Um, so Clarity, let's talk about that. So right before we started recording, um, mm -hmm. you mentioned some opinions about it. So would you like to share those? Yes, I mentioned that I don't think anybody has like full-fledged clarity in life. I feel like we figure it out every single day. You know, we're just, we're just winging it and we're, we're just trying to figure it out, go with the flow. And I totally agree. Um, one of the things that I always tell um, my mentees in mentoring sessions is that clarity comes one step at a time. It doesn't come like 50 years in advance type of thing. It's not like a matrix kind of download situation where you're just going to get it all like in one download. It Ooh. comes with time. So um, I totally agree with you on that. And um, I feel like there is something about clarity that most of the time is even misunderstood because people think that clarity is like a plan, you know, like a step-by-step -step type of thing. And I totally disagree with that. So when you talk about clarity, what is your sense around it? Like what is, what comes to mind? What is the feeling that you have when you talk about that? So when I think about clarity, I feel like the first thing that comes to my mind, it would be be more with less. I think that's the only thing that comes to my mind. Even when I reached out to you and, you know, I got to know that it's about clarity. I think that's the first thing that came to my mind, being more with less. So that means like getting rid of distractions and not just social media. I mean, actual distractions, getting rid of people, getting rid of 
you know material thing i feel like yeah i'm a huge follower of being more with less so now i'm like i have very few people that i'm close to but i give them my all i have very few things that i love to do and i give it my all so that is how my day goes that is my opinion on charity i love that because one mm-hmm. of the things that um i also have like a lot of my friends and mentees joke around about is how i am the bullshit cutter person who legit cuts the bullshit out of every single thing in life um so i totally agree with you on that i think that distractions are things that we learn to tolerate and honestly i like to call them bullshit because i like to call it as i see it and to be very honest i feel like building tolerance levels towards things are one of the things that we of course need to learn as human beings growing up like it's part of life but i also think that it's up to us to choose and i love when you're saying like people places instagram like all of these things are choices that we're making every day right and there is even that saying that says that we are the average of the five people that we are around the most and on that note one of the things that i usually tell people is like how long does it take for you to realize that one of those five people is actually you because you're the only person in your life that you have to spend 24/7 with right right so that's one of the things and so um for you to gain this level of understanding of like okay let's prioritize the things that are actually important let's focus on these people let's focus on these contents let's focus on these things how is it that it happened for you like how did you get to this place where you are comfortable enough to you know prioritize and say no to something else and say yes to these things um obviously failures if i talk about my career because i've had turbulence in my career as well so i was studying for my engineering entrance exam i was a mess and one month before the exam i was like you know what no i'm a creative person i want to build a life resume i don't want to do this and i completely i quit and i changed my stream and i came here and that's i think that was the first um i would say the first incident that happened that gave me a nudge to kind of come into this path and just discover clarity a little more and just dive deep into it so now i'm that with people i have always have had difficulty in making friends and then i'm like i don't fit in you know and then i just started hanging out with a certain group of people i love reading books i started hanging out with people who love reading books we clicked and i'm like okay these are the kind of people i want to be with so yes i would say i love that you're saying that because the fitting in part right is such mm-hmm. a thing i feel there's so many people like i know mentees friends like i mean that's ridiculous to me like where did this bullshit come from i mean it's freaking ridiculous honestly it, it enrages me because like what the fuck does it even mean for you to fit in anywhere like are we puzzle pieces is that what it is like what what the fuck is that about like i'm really confused about the whole fitting in situation um because i think that's the thing right the more you try to fit in it it takes a lot like i don't know at least double the energy it takes you know all resources like it's just a waste it's such a thing and 
one of the things that I always talk about is like the importance of distinguishing what's a waste and what's an investment of time, of money, of energy, of anything, of any resource in your life. And one of the things that I um, always talk about too is the reason why we need to distinguish those things. So for you, what was that reason? Like, I understand that you've been through, like, as you mentioned, this one turning point mm-hmm. in the engineering path. Um, but what really motivated you? Like, what was the thing that made you feel like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, let's, let's change course now and reroute. Like, what was the thing that kept you on track and made you change the path? I feel like... A- I'm going to talk about the fitting in thing first. I feel like the more yeah. you kind of try to fit in, the more you're moving away from who you truly are because you just try to like mold yourself and then, you know, just try to adjust to the environment that you do not like just to be accepted. So I feel like I'm so okay with not being accepted. You know, I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay with, you know, doing my own thing as long as I serve my own values, as long as I'm making myself happy. That's, that is all what matters. Um, so, yeah. And then talking about the turning points, I, I would say my gut feeling, I respect it a lot. So if something doesn't feel right, it's not right. There's just no, no second, you know, guessing it, no questioning it. Um, so yeah, that is what I would like to say. Beautiful. And I think that's something that it's so easy for people to underestimate, right? It's something that I feel people confuse that with confidence, but I think confidence ends up being a byproduct of that, right? Of that choice of understanding that like, this is not negotiable. I am not fitting in. I am not negotiating my intuition with anything or anyone, this is my thing. And um, so, yeah, I love that you're mentioning this because now I'm even more curious with the question, the second question, um, which is like, what motivated you? Like, was there a thing or was that just like the sense of respecting yourself or like, you know, what was it for you? Um, I think it was more about respecting myself. I would say because probably 14 years of my school life, I was not respected by my friends at school. I was like, I, I, I don't think I mentioned it before, but I was trying to fit in and that just wasn't who I was. And I think people could recognize that, you know, that she's just trying to change her behavior to fit in with us and people catch that really quickly. So, yeah, I think that, you know, respecting myself now, it comes first and I'm, I serve myself more than anything and anyone in the world. So, yeah. And for those people listening to us that may struggle with keeping it honest with yourself, you know, like who may struggle with, okay, but I'm not fitting in, like I'm trying, I'm not fitting in and I do not know how to respect myself. So what do I do with myself? Like, you know, this, the, that moment of confusion. So like, is there any tips, any advice, anything you would like to recommend to people who may going through that? I would say create more space for yourself. Any time of the day, just, you know, give yourself an hour, two hours, just sit with yourself. Don't do anything. Don't write if you don't want to, don't draw or maybe just spend time with yourself, read books. I feel that gives a lot of clarity. I see some people, they're like 
super busy all the time just to kind of you know distract themselves or stay away from certain things that is not healthy you need to give yourself that space to understand to feel you know why you don't like that xyz thing i think that is when you you know really understand yourself and that's when you respect yourself more because you know yourself inside out you know what is acceptable to you what's not going to be acceptable to you so yeah i hope that answers your question no it does and i love that you're saying that because legit i just want to say to whoever is listening to this that we had one 30 minute mentoring session on adp list and that was it so yeah. i tell my mentees like this all the time but i have never told this to you and i am mesmerized by how aligned we are because we had a very technical mentoring session right yeah, and still the synchronicity is here and we're so aligned like i legit say the same thing so i i'm amazed by this entire conversation and again curious like so let's talk about purpose for a minute because i think that's another thing people confuse with clarity right so for you what would you say is your take on like clarity and purpose are they similar they're different how what's your take on that i think purpose is you find your life's purpose when you feel satisfied and when you are happy i feel like that would be purpose and clarity is just you know like you're just aligned with your thoughts you know yourself inside out you know what is you know what what resonates with your energy i feel like that would be clarity for me i love that you're saying that because i have a a similar perspective a little more refined i would say like mm-hmm. because my take on it and i'm not saying yours is unrefined in any way i'm just saying i have a lot of opinions about these things um so I agree with you. I feel like clarity is a sense of fluidity and flow and self-understanding. Um and more than anything, I feel it is where self-trust begins. You know, I feel like clarity is the main input for you to trust yourself. Um and it takes all of the things you already mentioned. It takes for you to know yourself, respect yourself and practice those things. It's not something you're going to just do once and that's going to be done. It's a practice you're going to practice that forever. Now on the purpose end is where I think I have maybe a little different sense because for me purpose is like the direction. So if clarity is what's helping you make the decisions along the way, purpose is what's telling you like go north or go south or go east or go west. And for me clarity is like okay so take a right and then take a left and then take another right and another right like you know like clarity for me is like the gps route <laughs> and then purpose is more of like the direction of where you want to go and then you make decisions along the way so but i i totally feel you because the feeling when you're doing that and your flow like the fluidity is happening you feel like you're in the flow state and you're making the decisions and you're going in that direction which is the one you're proposing to yourself or you're purposefully walking let's put it that way um i feel like that's the feeling right you feel a sense of which is hard to put into words i love that you put it in the world satisfaction because i think happiness is a very 
superficial, like you can get lost in what happiness can mean to different people because different mean, like people will have different meanings for happiness. But I think satisfaction is something that like, if you say satisfaction, it's a, like, you can feel it, right? Like there is a sense of fulfillment or like something that comes with satisfaction that can, you know, I don't know. I feel like when you speak that word, people can really feel that in their bones in a more common sense sort of way, moreover than even um, happiness, for example. So I love that you're mentioning that. And even on the take of, or of purpose, right? I feel like it's not, it's like clarity too. Like it's not something that you're going to just figure out and get it done. Like you may want to go north today and then another day you're going to change, become someone else because you've been through experiences in your life and then you're going to want to do south for a bit and then you're going to do east for a bit. And like, you know, it doesn't mean that because you found one today that you're going to marry it forever. Like what is your take on that? You th feel like people have one purpose and that's it. And what's your take on that? No, I totally agree with you about, you know, going north and then you change your decision. I feel like you really need to step out of the box, you know, and solve lots of problems and talk to people and experience new things. I, I believe in doing one new thing every day. So I do one new thing every day. One new thing that I have, you know, just, just a new thing. I learn a new thing or I, I just kind of doodle. I, I do everything, um, you know, I try to. Uh, but yeah, uh, I feel like, yes, talking to people, gaining experiences, I, I believe in that so much. I, I, I live by it. I love that networking. So I love that you're mentioning networking, right? Because I feel like mm -hmm. we're, we are talking a lot about like inner work and inner journeys and self-knowledge and very like internal things. And now you're mentioning like meeting people and doing external things. So what are the things that you think are important to you? Like, or in your journey, what have been the things like, or any important specific people that really helped you? Like, what are the things that you feel like really contributed for clarity and purpose in your own journey? I feel like clarity, it came from myself. When I spend time with myself, I know myself well, I know what I want, but I feel like my life's journey, when I mentioned my life's purpose, when I mentioned that I want to build a life resume, that came from, you know, meeting new people, gaining experiences. So right now, when I talk to creatives, they're like, oh, you know, I worked here, then I switched from being a designer to being a strategist. And now I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm a communication designer. So that kind of fascinates me. And that pushes me to kind of explore more domains. So right now I'm studying communication design, but at the same time, I try to dip my toes into strategy. That's what I'm doing currently. And I, I love strategy. So yeah, that, that would be my answer. And for people who may be listening that struggle with connecting to other people or not knowing how to approach them like what is your tip for them like sometimes people feel shy or they don't know exactly what to do like is that something you have struggled with or like would you have tips for people who are going through this in any way yeah totally I have been a shy person all my life and I feel like the past two years have changed um, I knew that I was the only person who can do that. So I started talking to more people and I know it's easier said than done, but you know, just walk up to a random person and just say hi. And like, what can happen? That person will not talk to you. Doesn't matter. 
that person was not talking to you before you said hi so like how how does that matter so yeah and now i connect with people on socials i i kind of have like a general conversation with them even with people i don't know i try to connect with them there are many people that i've met on social media and then i met you know like in person and they've turned out to be great people and now i'm in a great relationship with them so yeah i love that you're saying that because i feel like one of the things that mm-hmm. I learned very early on in my journey and I don't know if I even told you this in our session but I'm going to tell you now. Um this was such a major thing for me like in my journey because I come from a family where nobody like doesn't even know what design is. Like the way my dad described design to me was people who make chairs. That was that. That is relatable. <laughs> right? I mean nurses as parents, I mean not that bad honestly. I'm proud of them. Um But you know, I feel like because I didn't have people to turn to or who I could ask things for, I felt like there is absolutely no purpose. It's not going to help me at all for me to just deprive myself of the opportunity of finding exactly what I'm looking for just because I am afraid of talking to someone. So, as soon as I started going to professional fairs and meeting people, um That's actually how I met my first mentor in a professional fair where he came to me after the entire day that I was doing like all things design related in the fair and this tall guy that I haven't met the entire day comes to me and he asked me if I need any help and I legit straight up just tell him like no I'm fine and he says like so do you want to study design and I said yes honestly i'm just bored to hell to be in school because like no one teaches me design <laughs> like i'm just bored and so i'm venting to this man on the professional fair and for some whatever reason this person likes what i'm saying i suppose and i just recorded a podcast with him the other day it's in portuguese though and he's finally telling me what he was thinking and he said here is a person who is actually very energetic and wanting to do something across like hundreds of people going to design school who are not even aware that they can search for things right or not even trying so he goes i might as well help her and this person was very engaged in all kinds of design events and people everywhere like he just came back from like traveling around brazil and meeting the top of mind designers in brazil at this point So like I couldn't have met the better person in that time, you know. And right. it was random because it wasn't even me who came up. He was the one who came up to me. And mm-hmm. I was just legit giving up on anything because I was like, okay, none of this is helpful. Um I I didn't know what else to do. I just didn't want to bother anyone else in the stand. And legit like by the end of the event, like five minutes to the whole thing to be shut down. And this person comes to me and starts sending me like articles, websites, um lending books for me to read, like all sorts of things, which helped me in high school to start studying design even before I got into college. So like I feel like I love that we're talking about this because I feel like serendipity is real. It's not something we can control and sometimes It's not even just, you know, having a approach of how you're going to talk to people. I feel like there are so many people focusing on like, but what should I say, you know? 
Right. And I always talk about like, it's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. Right. Because yes. people will not remember what you said, the exact words, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Yes, so, your energy. Exactly, exactly. And so I love that you're mentioning this because I feel like sometimes people get lost in the technicalities of the things when it's actually like, like just show up to the opportunity, you know, that really matters and really counts because sometimes you cannot even foresee the situation you cannot even like for example me I didn't even imagine that I was gonna like met, meet my first mentor that day but that's what happened to me you know and right. everything after that was story like basically um, this person was responsible for me getting into a commission who organized one of the biggest design events in Brazil like for 5,000 people five days it was pretty freaking Christmas to me like at this point of my life like five days I found them people all over Brazil I was like yes let's do this this is Disneyland for me um so you know all of these things that I could have never imagined before and honestly if I had I would say like just get into college go to class do homework and intern whatever you know more standard version of my own path my own career path I wouldn't have like half of the experience that I have today. You are so right. In fact, I believe in the fact that if you're in college and if you're only working on your assignments and, you know, just following the conventional path of having, you know, a schedule, an internship, your assignment, your classes, I feel like you're wasting your life because this is the time when, you know, your parents have your back you can take risks and you can fall back and you can just like take risks again and maybe like what if you succeed you know yeah and it's it's all about you know identifying opportunities and just saying yes to them even if they feel like minutely right just go and say yes to them it will pay dividends that is that is what i'm living by at this point of my life and I totally agree with you. I feel like I did the same thing. I feel like I overdid it a little. Like I don't recommend people doing what I, I slept four hours a day for seven years. So that was a little too much. Like a little too much. Um, I need that kind of energy because I have some high aspirations in life. I totally need that kind of energy. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, the whole doing a lot of things is super great and I can give you all the tips on how to do that if you want it's the pushing yourself too hard that I don't recommend um, I really do recommend that like learn how to see your limits before you get to them kind of approach that's what I recommend you know because oh I, I I was the person who like I would be like hustling that's my name <laughs> like hustling is not a thing it is my name um and honestly, I feel like um, even though I understand putting the effort in, which I, I, I totally understand, I am very, very much pro the idea that you don't have to work yourself to the bone to get results. You have to work smart to get mm -hmm. results. Um, right. Strategy, working with strategy taught me that a lot, which is something interesting because one of the things that I always tell people about strategy is that the best strategists are lazy. Because they Which come is, up with the best plan to get a certain piece of work done in less amount of time. Is that it? I'm just guessing it. Because they're always thinking about how effective they can be. Oh, okay. It's the same thing you're saying, in other words, but that's the, that's the thing. You got it. It's the thing. Yeah. 
So yeah, I feel like, and, and honestly, like that's one of the things that I really, really love about strategic design. Um, that's one of the things I know we talked a lot about in our mentoring session, but mm. I feel like strategic design, like you can understand the whole design process. You can understand the logic, the methodology, all of the project management methodologies, tools, whatever. Yes. But that's the thing. I feel like there is a piece that we forget, which is culture which is exactly why I started working with organizational culture because behavior is something that even if as designers we can observe and we can learn, it's in culture that we actually understand it in a contextual level. So why am I bringing this up? Because I feel like it's the same thing with people who are lazy and for you to even learn how to talk to people, it's the same thing. It's like it's not as much about the plan, the one, two, three, like all the steps. It's really about the energy and the approach and the behavior and what you're bringing to the table. And one thing that, since you were talking about college, I think it's worth mentioning. Um, when you were speaking, like taking all the opportunities and all that, what came to mind was my first mentor. The day I told him like, okay, I'm going to go to this university and this and that, we were having that conversation. Mm -hmm. This person tells me, don't let university get in the way of your studies. So true. And that was probably one of the most important things this person has ever told me in my life because at that point, I, I was very confused. They was like, are you kidding me? Since we've met, I am waiting for this. Like, this is my, my dream. Like, I'm going into college, finally. I've been waiting for this for fucking five years. And this person says, you're already doing the thing. Don't kid yourself about the curriculum. Don't kid yourself about your professors. You're the only person who knows how to drive your career. Don't let anyone else take the driver's seat in your life. You're studying it. You know what you want to study. Trust it and keep doing it. And don't let the tests and the project presentations and the whatever get in the way of that. And honestly, I feel like that was one of the best things I could hear in the even before I got into the first class of college. Because the first year of college was so disappointing to me. I was so clear that I wanted the strategic design. I didn't know the name of it, so I used to call it design thinking, which is something I am averse to right now. Um, but I've learned a lot from studying and I'm very grateful for it. Um, so at that point, I remember asking all of my first year professors about it. None of them, none of them knew anything about it. It was extremely, I felt like I was in high school again. Like it was so frustrating. So I totally agree with you. Like see the opportunities, look for them and get them. If you don't have them, make them. And one thing that I would like to mention, if you don't mind, since you brought it up in the beginning, is like mm -hmm. um, how you're making it for yourself, right? How you are already getting your clients and doing the thing because I feel like if the opportunity is not there, you can make mm -hmm. it, right? So how is this process for you? Do you mind sharing? for you to figure out that you wanted to do that and pursue that. And how was that process for you? Do you mind sharing? About the, I would like to talk about the college thing that you mentioned. Okay, first. go, go. I actually am in that same position. My first year was really good because college was the only thing I was focusing on, but I was not satisfied. I was like, no, I'm meant for something more. And right now, college assignments, like I could not care less about them. 
and I find myself giving 80% of my time to other things, you know, that I want in my career. So strategy, writing stuff, creating concepts every single day, working on a new concept every single day, and then giving my time to my clients. Those are some exciting projects. I feel like I'm in that position right now, but I'm so comfortable with, you know, not focusing 100% on university. I feel like to me, it's paying dividends because it's making me happy. I'm satisfied. And I know that, you know, in design, like you, you actually do not need a degree. Like your skills matter. You have like excellent skills and there you go. You're hired for like a top position. So yeah. And my aim in life is to build a business. So me getting clients is actually more like me networking with people. So I work with people in different niches so that I meet more people and that's kind of happening. I get referrals, I get client through referrals and um, I just randomly call you know someone up from my network and we have a conversation about, the other day we were having a conversation about content strategy, very random, but I could easily related with design and I used some of that in my, uh, you know, in my projects. So yeah, I feel like the only reason that I'm working with clients would be to network, gain experience, talk to new people. Today that I'm, uh, you know, at a fitness startup that I'm working at, I'm actually working, I worked as a communication designer and I was also a fashion designer because I gave designs for prints. And I also helped them with their videography. So I got like a lot of experience in that one single place. So, yeah. And that diversity is super important, right? One of yeah. the things that I, I think it's so important is to explore your options. I mean, if you like strategy now, if you haven't done, let's say, the videography work, maybe you wouldn't have found that like now you love strategy because something happened throughout that experience. So like, I feel like experimenting is so essential too, right? Having the diversity of experiences yeah. is so important for you to actually understand what you actually like. Exactly. Trying different things. If you want to figure out what food is best for you, you try different foods. If you want to figure out the kind of books you would like to read, you read different kinds of books. True, experimentation. I'm a huge fan of experimentation. I think I do it all the time. And my parents are like, you don't always have to experiment. Sometimes you just need to listen so that you don't risk your life. You don't, and my, my parents are actually scared of the fact that, you know, I'm such like, I'm bold and, you know, like I, I just go and take risks. I do not think because I know that once I start thinking, you know, all these negative things are going to come into my head and I'm never going to take action. Just go and just do it. We'll see have what you, happens. Have you ever seen uh, Natalie Portman's speech for one of Harvard's graduate classes? No, I haven't. So I'm there not, is this speech that I really love, and she talks about a word, a word, and it is obliviousness. Have you ever heard of that word? I have. So I love the way she puts it, because she's talking about when she worked on the movie Leon, so she's like very little girl and it's like an assassin and she, you know, all of the things around like she being young and a young actress and she doesn't know what she's doing. And, you know, she's saying that now looking back, like she mm -hmm. understands how like this was a bold role for a young girl 
to get because there's so much nuance in that entire movie because it's an assassin with a little girl. Like it's, it's a whole complexity of context. And she says, but like the obliviousness that she had at that point, the, the lack of understanding on consequences was actually what made her brave without noticing. It's not something she was eff- like putting any effort into doing. She was just doing something that she believed in. So I really love how you're bringing this up because I feel like I think there is a difference between being naive in not taking risks and being oblivious on what you're doing. I feel like obliviousness is, okay, I may not understand the exact thing that may happen. Like I may not foresee the consequences exactly, but I understand that this is something that I actually want to do. Like this is the memory I want to make for myself. I feel like there is groundness in that, which is much different from like being totally naive and ignoring consequences in sort of a sense, right? So, and I can totally understand your parents. Like, I mean, I have, really 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 young mentees that I'm like y'all like I'm not your mom but I really need to tell you like I'm not I don't know if you should be doing this I don't really care like my opinion is relevant but I'm not really sure this is a really good thing for you to you know so sometimes I I, I am the mom I'm not gonna lie I am the mom but what I'm saying here is like um from what you're telling me it seems like it's more like in the oblivious side of things True. And not as much as in the naive side of things. Yeah, true. I think what feels good, if you feel like that particular opportunity will pay dividends and you, you, you just feel good, I think just take it up. Don't think anymore. Thinking can destroy you. <laughs> I mean, I am an overthinker, so rehabilitating overthinker. Um, and I, but I totally understand you. I feel like if it wasn't for my obliviousness, I wouldn't have done half of the things that I've done in my career. So I totally agree with you. I remember like one specific moment where this was very helpful to me. Mm-hmm. The first team that I have ever led in my life, I was like, I had just turned 19, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was like, my first year of being overage in my life. And so it was a five people team and eventually it became 10 throughout six months. And I remember telling my VP like, dude, you're crazy. Like I've never done this before. And thank God it was like Isaac because it was like a safe student led kind of environment. So all of us were students, all of us were like, we were all kind of in the same boat. Like we didn't know. We've never done this before, none of us. So, but I was like always such high standard to kind of like, no, but I need to know what I'm doing before I do it. Like, this is not the way I do things, man. And this guy, he comes to me. It was so funny. Like we were in this sort of weekend immersive in a hotel, everybody together kind of thing, talking about strategy and doing planning and all of that. And this dude takes me out of the the, the session and sits me down on the pavement and tells me like, I don't care about how proficient you are at this. I don't care about any of that. I trust you. Do you trust yourself? Do you want to do this? Is this something you want to give it a try? That's all I'm asking you. So I'm like, "Uh, uh, yes, I I don't, yes, mean, sure. 
kind of legit that's how I spoke to him like I was like trying to breathe and speak at the same time very nervous um I'm so happy I said yes like by the end of that year I worked for one semester in this office and then I had to move um to the U.S. for my scholarship but that one semester resulted in the entire office being one of the best in Brazil and I got an award for something I did that I don't even know to this day because I wasn't in the ceremony so to this very day I don't know what that was about um but you know I feel like obliviousness as you said like if you feel it in your gut like I feel like there is there is fear that is protecting you from like like you're gonna die type of threats you know that's one type of fear but when you feel butterflies and you're like I'm just insecure I don't know if this is right for me like that's usually the kind of place you like for me it's like a compass like that's where I go because I know that growth is a it's waiting for me on the other side of that so I feel like when you're talking about that that's kind of how you feel too is that the sense of, or not how do you feel when you say that yeah in fact um I read a book by Mary Forleo um she's amazing she is so you know in one of her books she mentioned um something about you know fear protects you exactly like exactly what you said it's like when you feel the butterflies in your stomach that's like a go sign that's a green sign you go there you do it and then you you just feel so good when you're just done with that particular job you're just so satisfied and now you're not scared of it anymore you can just go and do it again so yeah totally agree with you yeah and it's interesting right because i feel like um i love that we're talking about this because sometimes people think that like overachievers right i feel like that's a label people mm-hmm. like to use when talking about people who like you and i love doing multiple things um and it's not really about the achieving thing right it's for me at least it's about I just want to have that experience. I really want to live this through. I want to have this memory. That's what yeah. it is for me. What is it for you? I want to gain experiences and build a life resume. I see when I talk to people, uh when I talk to creatives because those are the kind of people I'm surrounding myself with right now. They just share a whole bunch of experiences. Like I'm talking to you and you're sharing these experiences. I want to have these too. You know, I want to work in a team and I want to have different experiences so that when when people look up to me, I have things to share with them as well and I have um you know, lessons to share with them, my takeaways from those experiences. That's I think that's my life purpose. See, I realized that when I when I had a conversation with you today. So I think one of my life purpose would be to, you know, just kind of gain experiences and you know, have a lot of takeaways that I know that I can pass on to my juniors. I love that you're saying that because one one of the reasons why I started mentoring in 2015 was exactly because I was in my sabbatical after the whole seven year working 20 hours a day type of thing. So eventually it took a toll on me and I got very very ill and I needed to take time because I could barely work. I was in the hospital so much it was ridiculous. Um so I took time off. And from that time off and the, that reflection I wrote a book and I did some frameworks and I did a book and my friends started asking me to facilitate the things with them. 
And I was like, y'all, it's supposed to be a do-it-yourself type of thing. It's not supposed to, like, the designer in me was very mad at the user. I was like, did you not understand the purpose of this? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, this is not supposed to be something I need to facilitate for you, y'all. And then I started understanding, as I was doing the facilitation, I started understanding it, it was really about connecting with me. That was really about the whole, like, the whole thing was about that. And people didn't want the frameworks. They wanted to tell me their stories. They wanted to hear my stories. They wanted to have a connection with me. And that's when I started to call myself a mentor because that's how they used to call me. And that's how it all started in 2015. And I love that you're saying that because when you're saying pass it to my juniors, um, in a certain way, that's kind of what I do. And it's funny because you're saying juniors, right? But it's not even an age or even an experience thing for me because I have mentees that are like 60 years old. I have mentees that are like 13 years old. And, you know, it's really about that connection piece for me. So I love that you're mentioning that because I don't know if, you know, it seems to me that there might be mentoring material in you. I'm just giving you the heads up about that. But that's my perception. I'm not saying I'm right. Um, but it really seems like you may care in that same way about helping people and understanding how to get the same level of clarity and understanding to be where you are, um, but without having to go through as many struggles. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Aligned. Yeah. And I feel like that's the interesting part, right? Because we met on the DP list with mentoring. So we're coming full circle now. I see what's happening. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, right? How, for example, I have never thought that I would be an entrepreneur or that mm -hmm. I would be, you know, a mentor. That's never what I thought for myself. And it's interesting because the purpose thing, right? Like now you're saying the experiences and I feel like at some point in my life, that was exactly where I was. I was like, I just want to go around the world and I just want to do all these things and meet all these people and learn Chinese and go to China. Like, you know, that was me at some point. And today I still want to learn Chinese and go to China again. But um, I'm definitely in a place where um, that can wait right now. I feel like it was urgent at some point. And right now it really is about like having these meaningful conversations with people and building these connections because... One of the reasons why I started this podcast was to show people how it's totally not a foreign thing for you to have a meaningful conversation with somebody. And I love mm. that we're having this conversation because, again, 30 minutes and here we are. Like, you know, that's, that's all that happened, everybody. That's the context. So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts about any of this? You know, uh, about you having a perception of me that I want to be a mentor, that's actually so true because talking about the ADP list, I just came across an ad on Instagram about ADP list and it mentioned something like you can either be a mentor or a mentee. And I went with an intention of being a mentor, but then I explored the, the website and I was like, and I came across designers, I went through their blogs, through their websites and I was like, nope. I don't have enough experience. I don't know, shouldn't design. I need to sign myself up as a mentee. So that's what I did. And now I connect with designers and I, you know, ask them for resources. I hog on to the materials that they provide. That's what I do. 
So yeah, you are so right about the mentor thing. I definitely want to be a mentor, a person that people can look up to. Um, yeah, and it was amazing to have this conversation with you and reconnect with you. I thought I'll book another session, but here we are talking about life and purpose and journey, and it was actually a soulful conversation. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I'm so happy. And um, on the mentoring thing, the one thing that I can tell you is, um, you know, ADP List is one place you can start. I didn't start on ADP List. Mm-hmm. One thing that I always like to to tell people about mentoring is there's always people that know less than you about what you know a lot about. There is always people who know less, always. Mm-hmm. And that's the people that, you know, look for them, be open for them, wherever they are, like on LinkedIn or your college or wherever, honestly, just be open for that. And I think that's the thing, right? Just like my first mentor gave me time, that's what you do. You just just show up for time with that person. And being a mentor is something that I particularly don't have any super structured way of doing. I have my, my frameworks and I have my methodologies and I have all of that. But honestly, for me, I would not do any of it if it just means that I will listen and support you however I can with the expertise that I have. And I mm-hmm. love improv. So, you know, there is that too. Um, but I feel like if you just put your feet in the water in that way, regardless of who it is or where you start doing that, like it could be anywhere. ADP list is just one way, great way. I mean, there's a lot of amazing people there. I'm totally biased, um, to, to say anything about it. But all I'm saying is like, you know, um, there's nothing that is blocking or keeping you from being a mentor right now it's just a matter of you understanding what it means to you and opening up that door for people to reach out to you in that way so yeah I will definitely think about it now yeah yes just thought I would give you that so you can think about it so yeah again super super happy that we did this um very soulful conversation totally agree um so many synchronicities I mean we vibed in the 30 minute call, but I mean, wow, I am like, are we like sisters from different moms? Like what is happening here? Um, you know, too many similarities. Um, very happy, very happy to get to know you better. And uh, for us to have this conversation, I feel like talking about what I'm not the elevator conversation type of person. I don't, I'm not good at small talk. I really suck at it. So I'm really grateful that you reached out for us to have this conversation because this is the kind of thing that I live for, you know. So thank you for reaching out and making the time. I appreciate it. And sharing, you know, so gracefully and generously your perspectives with us today. I'm sure everybody listening could take a lot of insights and learn a lot from you. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it was an amazing, soulful conversation. Yeah, and um, I would like to extend the invitation that you can come back whenever you want for whatever topic you want to talk about. So, Thank you. I'll definitely do that. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. That's it for today. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.